Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey Ramblers, Andy here. It's been just over a month since On The Continent launched its own feed and we've been loving every second of it. So today I'm dropping in with a segment of this week's main show. We talked about Paul Pogba, his positive doping test and where this leaves his mercurial career. We've been getting amazing feedback on the show so far, so come and join us. Search On The Continent in your podcast app or hit the link in the show description below. And Ask OTC is out on Friday, so you better get a move on. For now, hope you enjoy this. Poor Pogba. What can we say? He's got himself into some more bother. It's convoluted. But Andy, would you mind just, for the benefit of those who don't know what's going on with him at the moment, just sum up how he managed to get himself in the hot water he's in? Well, of course, it's been a very frustrating time for him, all told, since he's arrived back at Juventus last summer. Um, he worked very, very hard uh, this close season um, on, his, on his fitness to, to get himself ready. He's had a, a few little physical issues, but um, he's managed to play a couple of games as substitute. And then uh, came the news out on, on Monday that he'd uh, failed a, a drugs test. He'd uh, tested positive for um, an unusually high amount or 
a banned type of testosterone. So uh, we've got to emphasize we're still waiting for the B sample. Um, his France teammates after the game against Germany um, on Tuesday night came out quite strongly in, in, in defense of him, um, particularly uh, Kingsley Comar and uh, Didier Deschamps, who said he'd been speaking to him as, as, as well. But with everything that's happened for Pogba over the last couple of years, his difficult end to his Manchester United career, um, hardly playing at all for Juventus uh, since he's re-signed, missing the World Cup, um, being the victim of an extortion attempt, um, and all sorts of other things that have affected him. It's just the, the, the latest blow, and you just wonder when it's going to start going right for him. Yeah, Nicky, I, I saw you nodding away at some of what Andy was saying there. A Andy summed it up in the end there. It's been one mess after another that he's gotten himself into for whatever reason or, you know, he's found himself in, I should say, because not necessarily him getting himself into it. Does it feel to you, if he does get this lengthy ban, it will be the end of his career, wouldn't it? Does it feel like that for you? If he were to receive a four-year ban, which is the sort of top end of what could happen and it doesn't get over, overturned or anything like that, then yes, I think it's it's very possible that's going to be the end of his football career. And I, I, I'm glad you sort of corrected yourself there, Dotton, about things he's got himself into and, and what's happened to him because it's, it's hard to pick those two things apart sometimes with Paul Pogba. There's been some objectively horrendous things have happened to him uh, off the pitch, being held uh, at, at gunpoint and, and people threatening him, extorting money out of him. Uh, he's had people breaking into his house while his children are in the house. He's had he's had some some objectively awful things happen that, that you absolutely can't blame him for. Um, and there's a sort of concurrent but separate thread, which is his career and, and injuries. And, and things are much harder to discern with with that area of what is his fault and what isn't his fault has he made decisions that haven't helped him and and this doping case i suppose is um is going to be the latest of those those situations because first of all we need to to stress and reiterate that at time of recording we're still waiting for the results of the b sample um so when you are found to have something in your doping sample that you shouldn't, in Pogba's case, non-endogenous testosterone metabolites, which is just basically testosterone that shouldn't be there, um, then you have the right to have your B sample tested. That's taken at the same time. When you do a doping test, those samples are taken together. Um, and the anyone who has a, a doping test fail has three days to request that to be that B sample to be tested, and then it's a seven-day or up to seven-day wait for that sample to come back. So... Right now, we haven't had that yet. But um, the sort of reports that are out there that were in Gazetta Sport this morning and now some other places have picked them up as well are that Pogba thinks if there is something wrong in his sample, it's from a nutritional supplement that he um, took from uh, a US doctor that he um, relies on for supplements and he um, may have been given something that contained something that he shouldn't have taken, that he was unaware of. That's the report that was in Gazette to the Sport this morning, and which I think has now been published by ESPN as well. So it's it's hard to know where blame lies in that situation, if that is what comes out. But it feels even more delicate to sort of um, quite sort of tread around this stuff when, as I say, we're still waiting 
the um, and Pogba is still waiting for that B sample to be tested as well. Yeah, and Nicky quite rightly made the distinction between the footballing career of Paul Pogba, which is how most of us first uh, got to be fascinated by this incredible young player as he was that Manchester United let go. But Manchester United do play a pivotal part in the trajectory of his career, Andy. I thought that when he returned to Juventus last summer, that he was in his happy place. But it didn't turn out to be that at all, did it? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, when when you hear about a player in, in, in this doping case, um, getting something from outside the circle, you're thinking, what is the club's role in this? You know, the, the club need to be aware of, and of course, all his... France teammates backed him up and said this isn't something Paul would do deliberately. Paul's the last person who would do something like this deliberately. That that's not a defence when it comes to it. Now that that would get him off the higher part of the ban, but it, he it would still leave him open to a ban because you're considered responsible for what goes in your own body. Now, I think the relationship of trust between Juventus and Pogba here is 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 very important because. Um, from the very start, as you said, Dotton, it should have been a new start for him. I think you could argue it starts to go a little bit wrong for Paul Pogba when he becomes the most expensive player in the world and when he goes back to Manchester United. And they bring him as the most important player, in, uh, the most expensive player in the world. And they don't have a plan how to use him. It's just, right, you're going to fit in somewhere in midfield. If you get the most expensive player in the world, you've got to build your team around him, surely. And no one's calling him blameless for what happened at Manchester United but I think that was a bad start and then him returning to Juventus is a bad start because he gets this knee injury in in pre-season and the Juventus doctors want him to have an operation to sort it out he wants to keep hope alive of making the World Cup in Qatar so he wants to opt for a more conservative treatment and immediately this creates this sort of gulf between medical department and player which is quite dangerous for a relationship actually between player and club and once you've got to that point where he's missed what might be his last World Cup and playing for France is so important to him everything that's kept his reputation alive through those difficult times at Manchester United in in that second spell after he returned there um, for that huge transfer fee his status with France was always different and that's why, in terms of chronology, obviously there's no good time for this to happen. But for it to happen this week and for there to be an international the next day for his his French family to come out in support of him, it's actually quite a, a positive thing for him. And I'm sure that will have given him some comfort as well as all the texts and calls and WhatsApp messages that he's received from the likes of uh, Antoine Griezmann, who's very close to him. Obviously, Adrian Rabiot from elsewhere in the French squad has seen at close quarters exactly how much he's sacrificed in, in this preseason um, in terms of holidays and time off so he could get himself in a in a position to play and, and, and be somewhere near his best for, for Juventus all over again. But a lot of this does seem just poor timing, really, and poor fortune. Nicky, I... I... You will know both sides of the perspectives of Paul Pogba, the Italian side, and the English side. And, you know, over 
in the well, with regards to the Premier League, people have a perspective of Paul Pogba that he had moments of brilliance, but um, he had maybe. I mean, I'm using my words carefully, but nevertheless, a lot of people think he had a bit of an attitude about him. I wonder how the Italians regard him. Yeah, I think it's definitely different ideas about him in Italy and England. And certainly when he signed for events again last summer, there was a, a real expectation that this was the pock back moment, that he was going to come back and, and be able to have a triumphant last chapter in his career. I I think sort of the attitude stuff is really interesting to me because if you remember how he got his breakthrough Juventus and we are talking a long time ago it's 2012 and and people change through their lifetimes obviously but that was an Antonio Conte team at Juventus and Antonio Conte had a very set very strong midfield he had um Andrea Pirlo he had Claudio Marchisio and he had Arturo Vidal all of whom are perfect Antonio Conte players as well as being very good players so you've got a midfield three that that isn't easy for Pogba to crack and what happens is is simply that his, his talent demands it he plays so well when he gets on the pitch he's so brilliant the goals he scores the pass he plays that that ultimately um even Antonio Conte who is not a manager with any patience for players who won't work hard who won't do what he asks them to who won't play to his system um is is sort of unable to ignore Pogba and and um ends up completely reshaping his team from a 4-3-3 into a 4-3-1-2 so he can have Pogba in it. And Pogba is this sort of absolutely essential piece of a team that restores Juventus to the top of Italian football after those years in the wilderness post-Calciopoli that launches the beginning of this nine years of, of unbeaten Serie A titles. He was there for four Serie A titles. He he plays with them in a Champions League final. He he really was a, a superlative player in, in that period. And I think um, really sort of perhaps the only time in his career at club level when he's really looked like he's just exactly in the role that he should be, playing box to box, not being asked to be either a defensive midfielder because he's big and physical and he can do that, which he's done sometimes for France. Sometimes for France, he has been put into that role and done it well. But at club level, um, asking him to do that in a sustained way is, is always felt like it's wasting something off him. And, and so, frankly, just pushing him forward and playing him as a number 10. He is someone who, and his best, was was doing that work of using those legs and, and getting up and down the pitch. And yeah, he was he was a brilliant player at Juventus. And I think everyone, when he came back last summer, was hoping he could be the same. Even this season... In the very few minutes he's played, he scored a goal against Empoli that everyone thought, oh, wait, that's Pogba, he's back, which ended up getting disallowed for, for an offside by, by Dusan Vlavic. So I think um, I, I, I think the range of his talent um, is definitely sort of more firmly cemented in the consciousness in Italy. And I think people um, remember a player who, as I say, had that ability to get up and down the pitch, but also who scored a number of outrageous goals from outside the box and, and frankly whose passing range I think really caught people off guard because he could play a ball over the top just as well as, as Pierre Lockett sometimes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. It does seem, Andy, from what you said earlier, that the French team knew who to put around Pogba, almost in the way that Nicky was saying there, that uh, Antonio Conte reshaped Juventus to suit Pogba, that that was what was missing from what many of us saw of Pogba. He wasn't in a team that had the right people around him. Is that fair? Uh, Not always, actually, because I think... The, the the 2018 World Cup came at a, a certain time for, for for him, I guess. When certainly in in old times, you would have said that would have been the prime years of a, a, a football player. And the way it was put to him, a couple of the senior players in that team, including Blaise Matuidi, said, "Look, it's it's not about your perfect conditions. Um, we need you to do a job for the team. Um, we need you to sacrifice your ego." And um, they gave him the, the the dad chat really, and it, and it worked. They 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 got him on board, and and Pogba was absolutely vital for France in 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 2018, because in 2016, when playing a more defensive register, there, there was a, a sort of switch when Didier Deschamps went from seeing um, Paul Pogba as the most important player in his team to seeing Antoine Griezmann, who's actually a very good friend off the field, as the most important player in the team, and deciding he would make the team work for Griezmann and not for Pogba. Now, Pogba, when you get to the Euro 2016 final, he's a little bit like, I think I described it before, as like a caged tiger. 
he's he's doing that defensive register quite well, but there's a feeling that he can do so much more. And so I guess what changes between 2016 and 2018 is those senior players start to talk him out around and say, look, man, we need you, but we need you in a slightly different role to the one that you actually want to want to flourish in. Now, presuming, and this is a presumption at this point, that he gets to shoot his shot again with Juventus, I guess where he ends up is... It's, is he in that situation where he has to make that sacrifice again to to make it work? Because I think from a Juventus perspective, obviously no one wants this to to happen to Paul Pogba, but they did try and get rid of him in the in the in the summer. Um, he has been almost a problem since he's accrued these injuries that they they can't solve because he's on a massive salary and because of the career resurrection of Adrian Rabio. He's occupying that space to the left of the midfield three where ideally Pogba would like to be. So how you fit them in the same team and get the best out of both of them, I think is a, a reasonable question. I guess you could argue like some of the younger midfielders who are, are, are coming up in that, in that Juventus team, maybe they fit around him. But at some point, if Pogba was to make it again with Juventus, if we put together whatever's going to happen with this doping case to one side... I think there's going to have to be sacrifice from him again because, of course, Juventus had Rabio running out of contract at, at, at the end of last season. They've extended him for a year. They want to extend that for longer. So clearly, Rabio is a piece that, well, that Max Allegri loves and they want to move forward with. So presuming Pogba gets past this, presuming he's fit, do they have to find another way to reinvent him? And does he have to find a way to reinvent himself, Nicky? Yeah. Um... It's it's a fair question. I think there's not sort of been a chance to see him f- squished into this Juventus team yet, and and mm. and what that would look like. Um, it's it's a question that kind of um, crosses over to some extent with the um, questions that I'm asking about the Italy team that I saw first two games under Luciano Spalletti over the last few days, because a lot of it revolves around whether or not you believe Manuel Locatelli can be a regista in the middle of the pitch for them. Do you think that Locatelli can be what Pirlo was in effect because he's bounced back and forth between those roles of, of being a, a, a Metzala and Metzala is sorry I'm using these words all the time and realize that even though it's on the continent not everyone may be familiar with those 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 terms Regista is your orchestrator in in the middle of the park the one who's um you know your, your quarterback in effect sitting at, at the back of them the midfield and, and playing the passes and and conducting the play whereas the Metzala is Literally, it's a half wing, um, but it's it's the left and right of a midfield three typically and and often much more of a box-to-box role. Exactly as Andy says, Rabia, who's supposed to be going, fills the role that Pogba t- typically has at Juventus. And so could you play Rabia and Pogba together either side of Locatelli? Perhaps. Um, but it, it is a question that Juventus have sort of been wrestling with um with Pogba would he even fit if he was healthy he hasn't been healthy they had been trying to negotiate with him to 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 reduce the terms of his contract and in a very cynical way we could say that if this situation unfolds that Pogba is going to be banned and uh, if the ban is upheld Juventus effectively have the right to 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 reduce or cut his contract with them because they can say he's broken the terms of it so potentially Parting ways with with Pogba might be exactly kind of the outcome that Juventus um, 
would look for in this situation. Yeah, 162 minutes is what he played in the last season. Um, it's not a good return, any way you look at it. But as Andy was saying earlier on, and you as well, Nicky, injuries have plagued him. And you wonder, the older a player gets, whether you, you can uh, move on from those injuries or whether they'll always be there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's worth sort of adding into that as well when we're talking about um, that situation for Juventus. You're talking about one of the, the best play, players in all of Serie A. Like, he's someone who's played that few minutes and who's drawing a salary that's um, maybe one or two players in the division make more than him, perhaps Lautaro Martinez, Inter, um I think um, I think Chalanoglu might be ahead of him. I'd have to check the numbers, um, but he's he's one of the most paid, best paid players in all of Serie A, and he's he's not on the football pitch almost at all in the, in, the, in a year and a half. Well, not a year and a half in the year and one month of the new season since he joined Juventus. On the continent is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 